BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Truth, truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. Here. The truth is out there. It's alive. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in Hysteria Nation. What the hell do you think you're doing? Welcome in Hysteria Nation. That's what you sound like. A little bitch. Yeah. 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 What are we agreeing on? <laughs> Look, I miss one week I... for robot daycare and carnival. Kevin here thinks he can start the show. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Conspiracy bot told me you wanted me to start the show. Just like Kevin. Always lying. Yeah. He said you would appreciate it. Throwing innocent robots under the bus like the monster he is. <laughs> and he made me to pay to be on this week. You too. I, I, I just can't with him with him. him we are broadcasting as always from the lower fourth dimension also known as chicago <laughs> with a tentacle reaching out to parts unknown color i'm david flora he's Bryn hand Yo. uh the bots are back so is this guy his name is Do you think if I asked Seabot real nicely if my bumper could have a bumper, he would give me one? I mean, he'll he'll bump you into things. Yeah, he will. Like He's traffic a, and. Do you guys really think I sounded like that? The way that he played it back was that like a recording of the way I, I said, know, "Welcome in Hysteria uh, Nation." It sounded pretty con. I don't know. Here, hit us with it again, buddy. Welcome in Hysteria Nation. Oh, it sounds just like you. Uh, I, I like I, you could hear the difference. Like it's it's squeezing his little yes, but in a robot voice. We don't great. squeeze his little anything, so he gets excited. <laughs> and that's a carpet. His little voice. Nobody modulator. should ever give pleasure to Seabot, <laughs> except for maybe Kyle. Yeah, you he know. has to go out and find his own. Uh, gentlemen, how goes it? How you been? Anything new in the? The worlds of Colorado or living in your own nightmarish head uh, that you come in? <laughs> oh, I know who I was. <laughs> you know, actually, uh, I the first time I went to Colorado, if I may, um, it was the one and only time my, my family took a family vacation. And when we got home, like literally when we got home, my parents got divorced. <laughs> wow. So, David, you know, just be careful. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'll do that to you. I want to marry nature. 
instead. The magical, mystical land of Colorado. Mm, it, it is beautiful out there. Uh, that's for Super sure. Super beautiful. Wildflowers are coming in. Yeah, tis, a, it's tis like the time, right? Mardi Gras. Do what? Tis the time of the year. I'm sure it's beautiful. It is. Yeah. Crested Butte's actually the wildflower capital of Colorado, the world. I don't know. I, I mean, if the I had world. to live in Crested Butte, I'd make up things like that also. So don't worry about it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I've been hearing since I'm here. <laughs> How are the buttes out there? Crested. <laughs> it's beautiful. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, blokes out in Colorado, mm. that has nothing to do with anything because I'm bad at segues. David. Good. You seem like a bloke who knows his way around uh, <laughs> tentacle subjects. <laughs> what, what? Why would you say that? Uh, someone what, what left their me? browser open. Give Just, us the 411, if you will, on the topic of the week, the topic du jour. Organism. That's the day, Brent. 46B. <laughs> hey, day, week, everything. It's the topic of the hour. Or whatever you want to call it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, senior Flora. Tell us about Organism 46B a little bit. Boy, Organism 46B is said to be an underwater creature that was discovered by the Russian military in the 1980s. I am already 1,000% in on this. <laughs> it is said to be a species of octopus that is capable of camouflaging itself, changing its shape, and regenerating its limbs. Yeah. So, you know... An octopus. <laughs> mm, I was going to say, that sounds pretty familiar. This thing sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Some sources even claim that the creature has the ability to communicate telepathically. Again, an octopus. <laughs> exactly. I'll <laughs> check it aside, though. People claim that uh, in the real world, or not, I'm not saying this isn't real world, but they claim that octopi and the like are about as alien as creatures get on this planet. Have you heard talks I've about heard that? It. I've heard it. Yeah, they're supposed to be, and I'm. They're supposed to be like really intelligent, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They beg for their lives when you go to cook them and stuff. It's really cool. Oh, is that oh, why they? Jesus, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> they beg for their lives when you go to cook them. It's really cool. <laughs> Does that make them smart to beg for your life? I think I that's know, just surviving, but, isn't it, Brent? Well, maybe. But if you watch the boys, you know that they're like, "Please, I have a family. My name's Kevin, or whatever." <laughs> when the dude's getting ready to eat one. <laughs> oh, I. Oh man, I've been told I need to watch that show. I've not really. It's pretty really good. But yeah. they, they also, um, uh, there's that, oh gosh, there's that documentary on Netflix about an octopus and I can't remember it. And you know. Called Eight is Enough. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. All right, I, that or no. it's John and Kate plus eight. I can't yeah. remember which one. <laughs> um, remember them. Um, so <laughs> octopuses are, they, they got the videos of them. They'll like climb out of their aquariums yeah like, like reach out take the lid off and climb out and go have adventures and then come back in the morning like you know like night at the museum or something yeah like, man and they'll like they like different people like i've seen at the aquariums like scurry away from some people and other people come and they like hug them and stuff huh. i don't want to be hugged by an octopus they can open jars and get they can solve puzzles to get food it's pretty Kevin, crazy you get four times the hug I'm telling you. Well, hey, well, that, a, all right, that, that gives me a chance. Uh, David, do you know the original title of the Beatles film, Help? Uh, yes, it, it was, um, uh, it, it was, it was, oh, God. 
Hang on, I do know this. No, they are gods. Um, Worse than Bukaki? Was that what it was called? No, or is that just uh, the, no, reverse, the no. reviews on it? No, that was your last birthday party. Um, it's uh, eight arms to hold you. Mm, see, they were fucking, they're weird hentai porn motherfuckers. Eight days of the week. That's what it was. Eight days a week of this fucking droning on in our British accents. We're singing a song about a fucking submarine or a hammer. Well, don't forget. Right, listen, or shit uh, you don't even Occupy care about. Occupy also predict the World Cup, right? Remember that one? God was smart enough to let. Okay, stop. Let two of us stop. be smited. So, David, David, motherfucker, <laughs> David, I want it to be. If it's not clear yet, I'm trying to replace Brent, not you. So don't <laughs> don't get all upset at the beginning. I I understand why you would be, but I I want to replace Brent and punch him in the face. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's, yeah, he's, those he's... aren't mutually exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, speaking of punching. Things in the face. Back to the creature at hand. He can punch a lot of things. I actually, all joking aside, if you look over here, I have a fucktopus. It is an octopus, and all of its arms are giving the middle finger. I like that. <laughs> That's on my desk here. That's funny. Um, so this thing is said. <laughs> is that really what what a fucktopus is? I... I mean, that's what I call it. I don't know, fucktopus. That sounds way dirtier than I meant for it to be. <laughs> this thing is uh, said to be lurking in Lake Vostok. And Everything Lake is. Vostok is a, an important lake because it's a subglacial lake located beneath the ice sheet of East Antarctica, right, not right. north, south, or west, but east. East Antarctica. And so uh, is it right by Crystal Lake? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. And uh, Crystal Light. It's a powdery uh, lake. Crystal. It's a powdery but, uh, lake. You lose a lot of weight, but then you get cancer. Uh, I don't know. And of course, according to some, the creature, this uh, organism 46B, Exhibits extraordinary abilities beyond just telepathy, such as shape shifting, mind control, and releasing a motherfucking toxins in the water. Fucking metal. Indeed, it is. Toxins are metal because a lot of them are made of, of probably I think metal. We found his spirit animal. <laughs> so we got a subglacial lake, uh, superpowered tentacle monster, and Russians. It's a fucking loaded up party of a fucking episode. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Well, it's mandatory break time, so so Kevin can calm himself before we talk more tentacle creatures. <laughs> Ooh, thank you. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna go to uh, sell some 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 wares, make some money, and we're gonna be right back on Hysteria Five One. Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school? Or whenever you did it, did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing? I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor. And we use it. Rosetta Stone. They're the most trusted language learning program and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it. It immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through. <laughs> I definitely use it. I, I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there. It gives you the feedback on the pronunciation. Are you making fun stuff. of me because I can never do that? That's what you're getting at right now. That's <laughs> what it, It's like, what are you trying to do? Do it right. <laughs> uh, but it is really cool. They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online for it. That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. 
you know, and mm-hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages available for any trips. You need language in life. You need to brush up on stuff. Maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary and they're from uh, somewhere else, somewhere, you know, who knows? Well, if they're in the one of the 25, Rosetta's going to work for you and <laughs> you get lifetime access to all of that. And there is a 50% offer. So it is a steal. So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. A today. for eight Woo! Kevin, if you calm down uh you heart rate down heavy breathing but, i mean again the fact that you allow four to six hours for these breaks for us to just really reorient and center ourselves is really good for me so i was gonna you. say the fact that fucking david allows you even around us is really good for you uh i believe david don't listen to him remember i'm trying to push him out i don't think he can hear i hit that on another channel <laughs> it's, it's only octopus octopi can hear <laughs> that's it. right um let's say mm-hmm. dearest uh kevin for shits and giggles that you're a multiple tentacled octo squid alien like creature with advanced intelligence and predatory abilities where you think you'd want to live place with air conditioning <laughs> smart yeah, no, right. Well, right. okay. In truth, good. my money is that I would probably want to live in a subglacial lake where chance of discovery or even a food substance is next to nothing. Yeah, bingo, man. That just makes sense. Doesn't yeah. that pass your smell test, David? It, yeah. <laughs> this screams. Sure did you guys see the movie? Uh, I forget the name of it. Was it where they go to Europa? The 101 the, Dalmatians? Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got to look this up. Uh, it was a Europa. Uh,. Yeah, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Is I don't like know if Chuck I finished it, but I started that. Like, they go they, to Europa, uh, which is the Europa Report. Uh, they go there, and that's the, they think that there's an ocean underneath the ice, and they go there, and then it turns out there's a tentacle monster that eats them all. So that's fun. <laughs> that's the name of the movie, is Europa, Europa Report. Report. Yeah, yeah, they go there to, like, report back on the findings. Oh, okay. And the, the, so the report was, oh, name. Jesus God! <laughs> Spoiler alert. Who was it? Who could it possibly be? Was it? Oh, I don't know. Say it. <laughs> so, okay. So wait, what was the name of that lake again? Where they lake found Vostok. this? They have rails for this show. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. So he asked about the lake. Why don't you do us a favor, David? Tell us about Lake Vostok. The mythical, magical, real Lake Vostok. It is a real lake, it's the, yes. <laughs> it's the largest of Antarctica's almost 400 known subglacial lakes yeah. as of this recording. <laughs> uh, subglacial lakes are found, you guessed it, under a glacier. So it's not just a uh, clever name. <laughs> yes. Typically beneath uh, an ice cap or an ice sheet uh, is where they're found. They form at the boundary between the ice and the underlying bedrock um, because they can't go any further um, according to Minecraft rules. And if they go about, I don't know, 11 or 12 levels up, they might start finding diamonds. Uh And that's the spot where gravitational pressure decreases the pressure melting point of ice and boom, you have water. 
Anybody uh, else want to make like a Neil Gaiman slash Flintstones joke about uh, never wear bedrock? Great. Thanks, everybody. I just gave him a dead eyed look. Yeah. I was so confused. Yeah. <laughs> never mind. Moving on. <laughs> Uh, because of this, you get an ecosystem that's isolated from Earth's atmosphere. Yeah. Th- th- so what we were talking about there, what are you saying? This boundary between the ice and the the it the pressure can change the temperature at which water is is liquid or frozen. So it could be a point where you would think it would be frozen into ice, but there's actually water there. That's oh. how stuff like this exists. Yeah. And uh, cool. you're right, boom. And you, like you said, you get this ecosystem that is completely separated from everything else that's up on the ground on Earth. Boom. Tentacle monsters. Exactly. That's how you get <laughs> fucking tentacle monsters. Oh, hang on. Not so fast there, sloppy. <laughs> um, these subglacial lakes are influenced by interactions between ice, water, sediments, and yes, organisms. They are known to contain active biological communities of extremophilic microbes that are adapted to cold, low nutrient conditions and facilitate bio-geochemical psychos. Psychos? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Just like these octopus. Uh, bio-geochemical cycles independent of energy inputs from the sun. Yeah. What's that mean? Hold Ain't on. No light. Oh, damn it, <laughs> David. He, he's like, but I knew that one. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I knew. <laughs> I raised my hand in everything. I didn't know where subglacial lakes were, but I knew that one. <laughs> because of this, these lakes and their inhabitants are of particular interest to the field of astrobiology Ooh. and the search for extraterrestrial life. Yeah. They're so old, they are old life. Yeah. They're yeah, old literally. life. Boom. So they could hold the key to a lot of things. Yeah, well, and that's why you got this whole place over cons- for conspiracies. You have this lake, this this body of water that hasn't been touched for a very long time. And it's almost like, well, so they have to, even to get down there, they have to do core drilling. And we know when we do core drillings, it's kind of like a, a view into the past. We get a view fo- so far into the past, and you can actually see what was living possibly because they're looking for bacteria and microorganisms and what's really scary is they find bacteria that's been dormant for a million years and it comes back to life not that that's ever going to wipe us out probably not no not at all about no penicillin will take care of that yeah and (laughs) russian scientists and french and american there's a lot of different scientists have been working in this area but russian scientists have drilled down there and they've been studying the waters for a long time and they've been doing these dna tests on the findings trying to figure out like what's going on especially the Russians and the French. The problem mm-hmm. with this type of, of work is when you drill down there, whatever is on the drill and whatever you're using to keep the drill from freezing contaminates the ice, the water, the surroundings. And that makes study kind of hard. And you, I mean, it makes sense when you think about it because first you have to rule anything that was on the drill bit to begin with and then see what's left. And hope that what was on the drill bit didn't contaminate everything else. Ron, did you leave mustard on the drill bit again? Oh, shit. I'm sorry, man. I, oh, fuck. Your man. Russian accent is on point. Dude, is it not the best? <laughs> Four years of theater school, buddy. Oh, comrade Ron. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, uh, Four years of theater school. <laughs> I love the- <laughs> That's right, baby. 
four years of theater school where all we studied was Stanislavski. And Chekhov, the dramatics. Meyerhold. Mm-hmm. Meyerhold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and sure. Polly sure. <laughs> um, researchers working at uh, this Volsag station uh, in the past, and this is true, they have produced one of the world's longest ice cores. In 1998, Damn. they got like over two miles down. That was over nine thousand. It's over nine thousand. A joint Russian, French, and United States team drilled and analyzed the core. It ended up being eleven thousand eight hundred eighty-six feet long, or three thousand six hundred and twenty-three. I don't know uh, meters. British weird hats. I don't know uh, meters. That's what. A, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two point two five miles of ice. That shit is old, man. It's old. Ice samples from cores drilled close to the top lake have been assessed to be as old as 420,000 years old. If I may, Brent. You may. Uh, the Earth is only 6,000 years old. That is what they want you to think. Uh, because oh. big, big core drilling. Big Jesus. Big creationism. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're, uh, they're keeping you from the truth. That's right. Uh, the assumption is that the lake has been sealed from the surface since the ice sheet was formed 15 million years ago. That'll give you some perspective. Yeah. So whatever is down there is lonely. You don't have to be lonely on tentaclemonsters.com. That's right. Is that why they named it Kevin? Why is it I feel like that is an actual website? (laughs) Don't Google that. Yeah, well. Yeah. So if some weird tentacle creature is down there. It's fucking old, hungry, angry. It's hangry. It's, uh, it's angry. It's like the um, the Genesis tub, uh, the Treehouse of Horror. Yeah, where where Lisa has the tooth or whatever. And <laughs> she, everybody, we just get down there, and there's this whole tiny civilization yeah. that's like far surpassed our our own. There are they're living off free energy and and world peace and. Yeah. We kill them because bacteria on our drill bed. <laughs> so what socks? Somebody get our socks. I wouldn't put it past us. We live in perfect harmony. Do you have a flag? No flag, no perfect harmony. That's our rules. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's very important to note that drilling of the core was deliberately halted, roughly 300 feet or 100 meters above the suspected boundary between the ice sheet and the liquid waters of the lake. Why you scream into the night? Not because they're afraid they of were monsters. Scared. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It was 100% contamination of the lake um, because they use Freon and kerosene and all sorts of shit to prevent the borehole from collapsing. So they don't want to go and go, here's a pristine lake. Enjoy some fucking kerosene and everything else. So <laughs> now you're on fire. <laughs> now this is what they tells you. These are things they tell you is true. Um, tests on this all by scientists suggested that they could possess a unique habitat for ancient bacteria with an isolated microbial gene pool containing characteristics developed, like we said, like 500,000 uh, years ago. Or even fucking beyond that. That is all well and good, but I rolled my ass in here to hear about meat sacks finding my new tentacled pet, so get with the good shit. Well, that um, <sighs> unfortunately, he is good. right. We're talking yeah. about dumb science facts, not the truths of Organism 46B. <laughs> um, Kevin, tell us yeah. a little bit about Organism 46B. But as in boy. If you read all of the, I'm sure, spot-on reports of the creature, the consensus is that organism 46B uh, 
was an enormous 10-meter or 33-foot-long, 14-tentacled squid-like creature which lived in said Lake uh, Vostok in the Antarctic. This yep. is starting to sound like a Wagner opera. <laughs> a Wagner <laughs> Uh, the animal. It rings true, Kevin. Oh, <laughs> Tristan and I's old. I can't. Hey. I can't beat the ring hey. thing. <laughs> the animal had limbs that were animate and aggressive, like Brent. Even <laughs> after amputation, it could release a toxin into the water to immobilize its prey from a distance of up to 150 feet. Displayed an astonishing degree of shape sh of shape shifting, <laughs> and showed a considerable uh. degree of both hostility. And intelligence. Again. Am I the only one with a heart on right now? <laughs> no, I'm fucking turgid over here. Yeah, do we turgid? <laughs> do Teak. we have to answer his question? Teak. Hardwood. No. Okay, let's move past what he said for the mm. greater good, okay? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about supposed sightings. Inner yeah. one absolutely not made up person named Dr. Anton Padalka. Padalka. Mm -hmm. Padalka. Get in my office now. <laughs> I'm going to interrupt you because I wrote a couple quotes here. David, mm -hmm. I'd like you to tell us about the good doctor, if you will. And remember, he's Russian. Okay. Oh, boy. I'll Hello. help you with the accent if you need. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I am Russian, and I do Russian things. These are my comrades, also Russian. Let's see. Dosvodoya, Dovarichi, Vodka. <laughs> we we encountered organism 46B on our first day. It disabled our radio, which we later learned to our alarm was intentional. It is also able to paralyze prey from a distance of up to 150 feet by releasing its venom into the water. Tragically, my colleague and lifelong friend, my Tovarishi, was killed this way. So this good doctor claims to have been part of the first scientific expedition to explore the lake. And this all happened on the very first fucking day. Talk about lucky, right? That's pretty lucky. Yeah. Later, they get the idea to go diving in the lake because, you know, there's a two-inch borehole down there. So, yeah, let's let's pretend go diving. A lake two miles below the surface, only accessible, said, through borehole. Let's not let that fucking fact stop us. Borehole. Boom. Boom. <laughs> the group was immediately attacked. By who? Yup. You guessed it. Frank Stallone. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. That's more... That frightens me. Uh, as much as I want to Thank agree with Norm the McDonald. idiot, it was Organism uh, 46B. Oh. Lame. <laughs> I'm sorry, but... Uh, they, that one got me. The creature uh, was releasing its releasing. No, it was releasing. I uh, release releasing its venom, which took hold of one of them. The venom did. Oh, the, yeah. The venom. Oh my god! The there's venom. a symbiote running loose. The venom took hold, and uh, the organism then proceeded to kill and eat him, as you do. And the good doctor went on to tell us what, sir. He tread water a bit. <laughs> Wearing a blissful smile as the organism approached him. We watched it helplessly as it used its arms to tear off its head, then popped its remains in its mouth. It was as if it had hypnotized him telepathically. Ugh, as you do. It's a tale as old as time. But the story doesn't stop there. Later, 46B stalked the group displaying shape-shifting abilities it shaped itself into the form of a human diver we thought it was one of my colleagues swimming towards us in scuba gear 
By the time the closest scientist had realized what it was, it had grabbed him and torn him to bits. <laughs> I feel like I need to be helping Indiana Jones escape the Nazis right now. I don't feel Russian. <laughs> I tell you what, this Dr. Padalka is one stoic dude. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Luckily, they escaped. He's the, Russian. Well, they, well, some kind of the territory. This is just a normal fucking. He's had worse times standing in line for bread, man. Uh, hmm. So, <laughs> this group escapes the creature, and a member of the team managed to lop off one of the fourteen or so tentacles, as you do. And I'm sure they're like, yeah. Well, they're underwater, so. But um, <laughs> it was a short-lived victory because the fucking limb starts attacking the group. Later that night, it slid across the ice bank and strangled her, stated Padalka. <laughs> and then after finally trapping the creature in a tank that they also got down that two-inch bowl, the surviving members of the team <laughs> brought it to the surface where you they say claimed- it was a two-inch borehole well, or yeah. something? Well, it's like a camel like trying to get through the eye of a needle. Suspension of disbelief, <laughs> cocksuckers. Uh, That's the, rude. The members of the team brought to the surface where they claim Russian officials seized the beast and told the international press seized that nothing had been found. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here, you looky-loos. And there you have the harrowing experience of organism 46B, allegedly- I got to throw that out there. We're going to go to break one more time and order some sushi because <laughs> all this tentacle talk's making me hungry. But when we come back, we, uh, we're going to try to see if there's any holes. And I doubt it. There's a two-inch one. Uh, we're going to see if there's any holes to poke in this obviously true story that's coming up next on Tentacle 51. Can I get a, uh, let's see here. I want an Antarctica roll uh, <laughs> and a subglacial soup. Uh, 46B roll. <laughs> Did I get a Moscow? That was some fine sushi. I know what you're you're screaming, kids. Number one, all this is true, and I believe it. Mm-hmm. Number two, when's it going to come after me? <laughs> when, Lord? When's it going to be my time? Yes, Tentacle Daddy. <laughs> How the hell do we know all this? Well, that's a pretty good question, right? Well. Dr. Padalka fled the country after allegedly discovering the Russian president (laughs) of, uh, well, I'm sorry, discovered that Russian President Vladimir Putin, that is, had put plans to weaponize Organism 46B. And that's because he he happened across a list that just said longing, rusted, 17, daybreak, furnace, nine, (laughs) benign. Homecoming, one, and uh, freight car. I must kill the queen. Dude. I must kill the queen. You leave Reggie Jackson out of this. <laughs> I, I have a quick question, if I may. You may. So this was discovered in the 80s? Yeah. And then did they just keep it under wraps until Putin became president in 2000? Well, you got to understand, at that time, he was still, he was still running things. You no, know? he was in uh, East Berlin. Oh, no, no. They want you to know. Uh, Putin, Putin has been in power since 1741. A lot of 1741? Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Oh. Yeah. Is he the he, one who fucked up uh, Napoleon? Well, I mean. It, he thinks he's Peter the Great. <laughs> Peter he's the, the one that gave him that moniker, yeah. yeah Peter the Myth. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, spoiler alert. The Russian government has denied all knowing and all knowledge of these claims. 
But just like the Ruskies, or more likely, you know, <laughs> well, let's just be honest. This is all fucking made up. And uh, that is because, well, issues abound in the first place. And then we know it's made up for a second, and we're going to get into that. Um, we mentioned this briefly, but ice core drilling is typically, they produce a passage of only a few inches in diameter. It's just what the size of a borehole is. And then they bring up a, a core. I don't know if you're uh, familiar with the size of an average human being, but it's not a couple inches. So certainly not. Wow. <laughs> It's certainly not Humble large brag enough. brag over here. Hey. Hey, what was the name of that Zemeckis movie with Steve Carell? Welcome to Marville. Oh, yeah. Uh, Something like that. Yeah, where he's... Um, he's a little guy. Yeah. And then that the also oh. the uh, also the Matt Damon, Matt Damon shrink yeah. movie, too. We I Bought think. a Zoo? No. <laughs> oh. No, the, the Born Identity. <laughs> um <laughs> Certainly not large Good enough of a, hunting, bore, you fool. <laughs> a borehole, though, to transport several people to go on a leisurely dive through two miles of ice. Never mind a tank capable of containing a 33-foot, 14-tentacled aquatic creature with neurotoxins and t- psychic capabilities and mm. all this shit. Uh, also, uh, they said the first casualty you know, was because of neurotoxins that were released in the water. Well, to survive at pressures that you would have to be able to survive at in Lake Vostok, you'd have to be in a complete pressurized vessel. So there's no fucking way the toxins in the water would touch you. You know, Brent, and I think I speak for a lot of the listeners here. You're just being negative. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Why don't you suspend your disbelief a little bit? (laughs) I'll suspend it. (laughs) You guys just don't know. You don't know. I was on an angel fire side that said that you were going to say this. Um, you, You ain't been there. You the second casualty were tricked by an image of a human diver in a scuba gear. Well, same deal. You can't fucking be down there in scuba gear because you would die. Baby's got the bends and I'm really sinking. <laughs> oh, no. I tell you what, though. Like, if you did see a dude, like, let's say you're on the outside of the Titanic and you see a good dude in scuba gear. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to be scared of. The dude in the scuba gear? <laughs> that dude in the scuba gear. Okay. Really, anyone who scuba dives, I just don't trust them. Um, it's a bold statement, Brent. Well, you know what's another bold statement? Doctor Badalka, he doesn't exist. What? There's no exist. There's no proof he ever existed. But I just heard him. My little, my little Padalka donk. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you guys have your babushkas on, and are you ready for the last little piece of uh, the puzzle that I'm going to drop on you? Do I have my grandmother on? Well, you know, you're. I don't know. What's a Russian? You got, you got your. Weird Russian hats on. I don't know. Do I have my grandmother? On? You, are you guys in line for fucking water? I don't know what the fucking Russian. <laughs> the whole fucking story was made up, <laughs> and it was made up by fiction author C. Michael Forsyth. Then people saw it, ran with it, and shared it as truth. And other people read that, and that's why this gets fucking passed around online like crazy. And people talk about this shit. I, this has been sent to us. I've seen it in reels on Facebook and YouTube where people are talking about it like it's true. That shit blows my mind. Um, okay. Do you think if Steven Spielberg have hadn't ambled by and picked up uh, uh, Jurassic Park that we would be talking about Isla Nublar out there and the government's covering it up? 
because Michael Crichton wrote about it one day? Well, I think the difference is Michael Crichton wrote a book. This guy wrote it on his website as a uh, blog post. Okay. So it's Fair a little enough. bit well, less. Let's say Michael Crichton was a blogger then. And- yeah. I mean, maybe, but you know what? I guess, I guess there's, you know, but also some people say that uh, Jurassic Park is just real. So <laughs> I've heard it's frightening in the dark. Uh, dinosaurs are running wild. Someone <laughs> shut the fence <laughs> off in the rain. Thank you, Weird Al Yankovic. Um, For everything. Yeah, so uh, we have a link in the in the, the show notes to the original story that he published. Uh, I believe it was 2012. It tells this whole story. Wow. And it's just a made-up story on his uh, fiction. And he has some books out. And this was on his website. And it's a blog post. And people ran with it. There you have it, cats and kittens. Lies, I tells you. Lies. Or at least that's what the Russian government wants us uh, well, to tell you. Well, but Stephen King said fiction is the truth within the lie. Stephen King also said, uh, yeah, two grams uh, an hour is fine while I write this book. (laughs) 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 To be clear, Stephen King is a fucking national treasure. He sure is. Uh, Also, to be clear, Stephen King said the new Flash movie was a fucking masterpiece. I haven't seen it, but I've heard otherwise. I haven't seen it either, but. I love Stephen King. Anyway, uh, he said that, I believe I am I might be misquoting it, in his dedication, he dedicated the book It to his three children. He said, kids, fiction is the truth within the lie. Nice. The truth is this, the magic exists. Which makes me think, because I know you're going to ask me my thoughts, Brent. It makes me think that Organism 46B exists. Thank you very much. So it's just... Uh... <laughs> The the uh, the truth is that it exists, and the lie is him writing it as a blog post just to throw us off the scent. That's another Hide way to say plain it. Side. So what you're saying is you support Vladimir Putin. That's my takeaway from what you just said. You're a weird guy, Brent. Yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David, where, how's this treat you? What? How's this feel? How, what's it the feels- mouth feel? <laughs> it feels like I, I don't know why I haven't seen John Carpenter's version of this yet. Mm. Uh, Kevin was saying that before we started. It feels like a... It's like the plot to the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, that's Terry in scuba gear. Nope, it's the tentacle monster. You can tell because you can't see his breath. <sighs> well, I, I, I like the, the part where it's like it, it shapeshifts. Like, it has limited shapeshifting. Okay. Well, <laughs> like... <laughs> Does that mean it, it, it shapeshifted into, I it don't know, two inches so they could pull it up through there and then put it in a tank? I, I think what it means is just don't expect a dodecahedron. I think what it means is when someone tells you to shoot the dog, you shoot the dog. <laughs> and then you can just skip the whole fucking movie. Well, yeah. Well, if they're saying it in Norwegian. Well, you know, you do what you got to do. Spoiler alert. Uh-oh. I think you can <laughs> spoiler not, alert for the if first it's over minutes. 40 years old, I think you can just forgo the spoiler alert. Does that mean you can forgo the spoiler alert for me? Yes. Oh, good. Yes. Spoiler alert. I don't know, kids. This is a fun one. But when you hear it, tell them, uh-uh, I know where that came from. And then when they tell you that you're stupid or that you're just part of the problem, just nod and agree. Mm. And then say, that's what we were hoping you would say. And then when they say, are, um, Ooh, who's we, giggle and then, uh, you know, fade out because you're probably reptilian. So, yeah. There's there's a lot of um, octopus truths in this, though. Yeah. Um, 
because uh, octop- uh, there are some species, at least, that can camouflage. You can see their scales change or their skin oh, change. No, absolutely. The camouflage, the stuff like that. The um, venom, there's uh, very venomous. Like the ones that are the most venomous are like the size of um, the, the like One of the most venomous uh, things on earth is an octopus. It's a blue ringed octopus. Yeah, I was going to say blue banded, blue ring, something like that. Blue yeah. banded. Yeah, is that in like, like the that. the deep parts of the ocean? No, it's like off the coast of fucking Alaska. Uh-oh. Or no, I mean, I mean Australia, not Alaska. Oh, really? Yeah. Literally, just yeah. everything there is trying to kill you. Well, um, it was a penal colony. Yeah, and you know what does yeah, penal so, colony before and, that? And I don't know about regenerating hey. limbs. I, I'm not sure if they. They do that or not. But, they do. Um, they can. Um, and in fact, some of them under stress will rip their r- limbs off and throw them and then they'll regenerate uh, them. So that's wow. a so, weird learned you know, thing. There, there, There's a lot of the stuff that comes from nature uh, yeah. already. So maybe mm-hmm. that has helped people be like, oh, oh, oh my God, the nation's. You couldn't have to do deep it like that. I don't know why, I don't know why the root it is one of the greatest like mysteries in the scientific world. Exactly. Thank I you think very that much. I don't know if there's an award for this, but I think David should win the award for best uh, impression of Vox Populi, just of people talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. On that note, kids, <laughs> of, of Hoi Polloi. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was that was Bob Dylan when he gets scared of the Russians. <laughs> I'm I'm Kevin speaks in Bob Dylan most of his life. Well, it, people tell me it's a sin to know and feel too much within. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> anyway, uh, that's been our thoughts on fourteen tentacled monster creatures that uh, are. Uh, said to be real, but really aren't. And uh, when in doubt and you need a bad guy, just call it the Russians. It's easy. It's easy. If you've seen a movie in the 80s, that's what they did. <laughs> so uh, if you guys have any other monsters like this that you want us to look into to see if they're real or not real, you guys can let us know by tweeting to us at Hysteria51Pod. Hop on Facebook, find Hysteria Nation. That's our Facebook discussion group. Leave us a voicemail, 773-669-7277, or uh, just go to hysteria51.com. You can find links to everything on there. You can send us emails. And while you're sending emails, if you want to hear your uh, story on one of our weird, blurry hysteria bonus episodes, maybe some sad, blurry hysteria, Mm. mm, weird at hysteria51.com, weird at hysteria51.com. You can get those in. And uh, you guys... You two gentlemen are working on some things outside of this. Kevin, how's sad times going? Uh, well, it's going pretty well. I feel pretty good about it. We have wonderful guests on each week who talk about difficult times in their lives. Um, and, you know, the thing about sad times is it's kind of like Fight Club in the sense that the first rule of sad times is the guest decides everything that we speak about. So if you do want to be a guest, please email sadtimeskc at gmail.com. And uh, you choose what we talk about. But yeah, check out Sad Times. It's wherever you find your podcast. Thanks, Brent. Yo, you're welcome. And uh, David, you've always got like 19 irons in the fire. What do you got working on? Yeah, working on putting the 20th in. Um, <laughs> it just, I'm, I'm staying busy. It's too much to, to name. Um, but I've <laughs> started rehearsal on uh, 12th night. Um, that's the biggest. Uh, it's the biggest thing to suck time away. 
and you know all the all the rest. <laughs> uh, all. I'm really busy. Leave me alone. <laughs> Which uh, that tracks. Yeah, yeah. You are all. Every time I talk to you, you're like, oh yeah. And then I also started this uh, hellish, ghoulish uh, undertaking. So you're a very, very, very busy man. Or you're a. Uh, I'm very stupid man. A masochist. Five minute frights. Go listen to that podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Heard some people talking about how much they like your dulcet tones. Mm. Very kind of them. Yeah. Very kind. Especially when I'm like part. Um, <laughs> Part Russian uh, boxer and part Herkimer Hermalka from Cong- Congo. <laughs> Herkimer Hermalka. I was going to ask you, David, with your um, pretty good Russian accent, not as good as mine. <laughs> like, where did you? Uh, where did? I mean, you must have gone to a nice theatrical school. Yeah, we we mixed up some um, uh, Russian with you know German stuff, so I got a lot of Brecht in there and. Um, <gasps> Got a lot of bread. Ooh, Jestus. Um, <laughs> Faust was was big, and uh, you know, um, now I'm just going to name some other uh, Goethe to uh, Eastern European. All uh, of my uh, uh, training <laughs> that I've learned for um, any type of dialect was from Yahoo Serious. Mm. That's just where I've. Uh, and I think that speaks for itself. A day that Brent does not bring up young Einstein is not a day. <laughs> yeah, I Bubbles can't sleep well at night. Uh, okay, kids. Well, that's your uh, tentacle monster. Hopefully that's enough tentacle monster for you. But if not, there's always hentai or hentai or whatever kind of porn floats your boat. With that said, I've been Brent. I've been Kevin. I've been Comrade Dave. <laughs> He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. We'll be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite, join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.